Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Take Pride in Retirement, the podcast dedicated to helping members of the LGBTQ community protect and grow their hard-earned money. Get set for a show full of education and insights with your host and advisor, Matt McClure. We recognize every family is unique. The goal of the show is to help you achieve financial freedom so you and your loved ones can have the retirement you've always dreamed of. A retirement you can take pride in, no matter who you are, where you're from, or who you love. So now let's start the show. Here's Matt McClure. Hello and welcome once again to Take Pride in Retirement. I'm Matt McClure. I'm your host. I am your advisor. And this is the show. Um, yeah, it, it's all about uh, you and wherever you are right now and helping you go from wherever you might be right now to a better place, financially speaking, so that you can be more prepared for retirement. It's no matter who you are. It's no matter who you love. This is specifically geared toward the LGBTQ plus community. But hey, if you are someone who's an ally, if you are someone who just, you know, considers yourself a human being of the world, <laughs> this is all for you, too. Uh, it's not just for LGBTQ plus folks, but this is it's focused on our community because um, there were really, you know, when I had the idea for this show, there were really no resources out there to speak of other than like a couple articles online. And so that's, you know, that that just didn't cut it for me. So that's why this show exists. And that is why um, I got my husband to do the voiceover for the very beginning of the show, for the show opening you just heard a second ago. So <laughs> um, it's it's great. It's, uh, you know, going, going so well so far. And I look forward to joining you uh, each and every week that we are able to get together here for a new edition of the show. Great um, stuff to come up here over uh, this next, oh, probably close to an hour that we'll spend together on this edition of Take Pride in Retirement. Um, we're going to take just a bit of a break from what we've been doing the first couple episodes. And, uh, you know, we've been doing the Smart Retirement Plan, which is great. Um, this is a, a concept that is uh, sort of um, written or come up with by uh, my uh, colleague, uh, who is also an advisor. Uh, out of Atlanta, as I am. And it, it's wonderful. And it really does cover all of your bases that you need to think about and that you need to talk with your advisor about when it comes to retirement and and planning for it and being smart about that planning, right? So we'll we'll continue that next time around. I also have, I've, I know I've got one guest scheduled to come on the show uh, within the next couple of episodes, um, she'll be here. Uh, her name is Gabrielle. She's amazing. I've gotten to know her through um, an organization that I'm a part of called the Out Georgia Business Alliance, uh, which is basically the uh, LGBTQ plus chamber of commerce in in the area where I live. And so she's going to come on. She'll talk about different things to do with the trans community, things that you might not think of when it comes to financial planning in general, but more specifically, uh, trying to plan for uh, your retirement as well, if you're um, one of our uh, trans brothers, sisters, or or siblings uh, out there. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, today, though, we're going to take a bit of a break, as I said, from the Smart Retirement Plan. We're going to talk about um, a new study that came out uh, here not very long ago at all about Gen X, Generation X. I, I literally, I just missed it by this much. I'm technically a millennial, but I am right on the cusp of both of those uh, generations. I, I was born in 1981, so I'm like literally on that that like ledge between millennials and Gen X. So of course, you know, I just don't quite fit in anywhere. But we're going to talk about Gen X. Um, it's a big generation. It's coming up for retirement right behind the baby boomers who are retiring now at the clip of like 10,000 a day which is just an insane number. That's why it was a baby boom, right? And and not like just a, a baby fizzle out or something. I don't know. Um, it wasn't a baby bust, I guess, is a better way to put it. But it uh, was a baby boom. And so the next generation is Generation X. 
Generation X not very prepared for retirement. Um, and a lot of things have led to that. We'll go into kind of the details. But then I'm not going to leave it as like a, a doom and gloom kind of a thing, right? I am going to give you five steps to catch up on your retirement plan. If you're one of those Gen Xers who's fallen behind, if you are um, one of the baby boomers who may have fallen behind, if you're a millennial who has fallen behind, I'm going to give you five steps so that you can catch up. Or even if you haven't started yet, you can catch up, you can get it going. All right. Uh, we also have a bit of an inflation demonstration, the Federal Reserve, a little bit more rosy outlook for the economy on the horizon. Um, but we'll have some steps to prepare for it no matter what happens. It's kind of what I'm I'm sort of uh, uh, tentatively titling the show today. Are you prepared for retirement no matter what? And that's the goal, right? To get you prepared for retirement, no matter what happens, no matter what comes your way, no matter what happens in the economy, et cetera. Um, it, it's you no matter what happens with your family situation. That's why I want to, for this um, show and not only this episode, but this show in general, focus on the LGBTQ plus community is because no matter what happens, we've got different family situations that, that tend to happen. Um, we may or may not have children. So as far as, you know, an inheritance, um, estate planning, if that is your thing uh, that you need to do, how do you go about that? What do you plan for when you have no kids? Do you have nieces, nephews, that kind of thing? Do you have other family? Do you have chosen family that you might want to include in that plan? That can all be a part of the discussions. When you reach out, when you give me a call, you reach out to the website, uh, you can go to the website, by the way. Um, it's easy to remember because it's the name of the show. It's TakePrideInRetirement.com. TakePrideInRetirement.com. You can also send me an email. You can also give me a call and, uh, you know, set up a free consultation. I do these absolutely free of charge for anyone who's a listener of the show. Uh, you can get a, a comprehensive consultation. We'll take a look at your current situation where you are now, no matter what that situation is. You might say, well, Matt, I don't have a whole bunch of money. You know, you're talking about estate planning and all this stuff. I don't have a whole bunch of money. Um, I'm just trying to kind of make it here and, and have the best retirement I can. Great. Because chances are you don't realize how great your retirement could be, really. You just don't realize it because no one has taken the time to sit down with you and show you what your retirement could be. So we'll do that. We'll take a look at what uh, kind of road you're on right now. We'll give you a, a plan, an analysis, and then we'll show you what that could look like with your current situation. Now compare that to what it could look like if you were to work with us. So give me a call at that phone number. It's 855-246-9211. Give it to you one more time. 855-246-9211. Well, let's, um, I already gave you the preview of what's coming up uh, on the show today. So let's get things kicked off here, shall we? With our quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the Quote of the Week. And our words of wisdom this week come from Chris Brogan, who is an American author, a journalist, a marketing consultant. He's a speaker about social media marketing as well. Um, he's a best-selling author uh, of the book Trust Agents, Using the Web to Build Influence, Improve Your Reputation, and Earn Trust. That was a New York Times bestseller. He's also an ally of the LGBTQ plus community. He has a, a trans uh, child and uh, has written about uh, his sort of journey with, uh, with acceptance and love uh, in his family. So Chris Brogan said this. It's a very, very wise quote here. Uh, and it means a lot, I know, to me, and I hope it does to you as well, especially if you're a member of the LGBTQ plus community. It is. The goal isn't more money. The goal is living life on your terms. I mean, wow. The goal is not more money. The goal is living life on your terms. And how about something that, that really hits home for um, us as queer people? You know, I mean, it really is, um, you know, something that, that we've had to contend with pretty much all our lives is how do we live life on our terms? Not necessarily the terms that society thinks we should live them by or our, our family, our, our parents or whomever, brothers, sisters, whomever thinks that we should live them by. How do we live life on our terms? Um, because I've always been a firm believer that, you know, if you're not hurting anybody else, what business is it of yours? 
what I do or who, what, you know, anybody does really. Um, so that is, that is that. And, and, you know, we need to obviously, and I won't be preachy here, but we, we just need more love in this world and more acceptance. And I think Chris Brogan is a, is a great example of that with, um, how he has, uh, you know, grown to, uh, be more of an ally of the LGBTQ plus community and all of that. And those words are very, very wise, um, and saying that we need to be able to live life on our own, on our own, on our own terms, easy for me to say, no matter what our situation in life. So great words there from Chris Brogan as we start off our conversation. And, you know, Gen X is is finding it hard to live life on their terms <laughs> these days um, because they really do face a harsh retirement reality. I saw this article um, on CBS News and that Gen X, you know, the generation is the the years, the kind of the birth years there are between 1965 and 1980. Those are the Gen X years, the kind of 15-year span between 65 and 80. Um, millions of Americans in that generation just are headed toward retirement, barreling towards it here. They're in their 40s and 50s now, uh, but they're woefully unprepared financially for retirement. This according to a recent analysis by the National Institute on Retirement Security, the NIRS, the typical Gen X household with a private retirement plan has $40,000 in savings. That's according to a report uh, that, that's out. And the figures, um, you know, you might say, oh, well, I don't even, I don't have that, you know, or I have way more than that. I must be doing great. Well, here's, here's the thing. If you have less than that, don't, don't be alarmed. <laughs> you might be a little bit behind here, but we're going to tell you how you can catch up in just a, in just a few minutes. If you are Ahead of that, if you have more than that in your retirement plan, great, great for you. But you got to keep in mind that retirement's not about just one big nest egg number. It's about the income that you're going to have in retirement. That's really what it's all about. And we'll we'll tackle that as we go along here, too. Um, but the typical Gen X household with a private retirement plan, as I said, $40,000 in savings. Uh, that's according to that NIRS report. And the figures are more alarming for low income Gen Xers. They've managed to stash away no more than about $4,300, $4,300, and often even less, according to this report. Now, across all members of the generation, about 40% don't even have one single penny saved for retirement. And that really just, that calls into focus here, the disparity you know, we talk about it a lot in our society that between the haves and the have-nots, right? Because you look at it, if you if you look at, like, say, the average, the typical Gen X household, well, that private retirement plan has $40,000 in savings, and yet 40% of Gen Xers have nothing put by, that's a big fat zero, then you've got a lot of people with a lot more than 40,000. Uh, you know, not, not, as, not nearly as many, though, as have nothing saved. Right. So you've got some people with a lot more than 40,000. And then you've got 40% of the generation with nothing, absolutely nothing set aside for retirement. Uh, the uh, executive director, Dan Doonan, uh, that's he's the executive director of NIRS, the National Institute on Retirement Security. He said that Gen Xers fast approaching retirement age, the data indicate the vast majority are not even close to having enough savings to retire. Um, he said that most Gen Xers don't have a pension plan. Those have kind of gone the way of the dinosaur. You know, it used to be you could work 30 or 40 years for one company and you had a pension when you would retire. You couple that with Social Security and maybe any kind of private account that you might have. That was the three-legged stool, right, of your retirement. Well, now that pension stool has been taken away and your stool is really wobbly at the moment. Because the, the pensions don't exist. But anyway, so Dan Doonan uh, said they, you know, Gen Xers, most of them don't have a pension plan. They've lived through multiple economic crises. You know, you're talking about, um, say, earlier on in life for a lot of the Gen Xers, the, the economic downturn of the 80s. Then you had um, ups and downs in the 90s. 
the dot-com bust back in the early 2000s. You had in the late 2000s the housing bubble and um, the the uh, uh, subprime mortgage crisis as well, causing the Great Recession and that being the worst that we've all lived through um, in our lifetimes probably. Unless you're listening to the sound of my voice and you are old enough to have been alive during the Great Depression, um, which is possible. But, you know, they've lived through multiple economic crises. Wages are not keeping up with inflation. Costs are rising as well, um, faster than than keeping up with wages, obviously. And the American dream of retirement, he says, is going to be a nightmare for too many Gen Xers. So here's the question then, why is Gen X so unprepared? We listed a couple of things there. Um, but according to researchers, there are a few more things uh, that have, have contributed to it. Just a little over half, 55% of Gen X workers participate in an employer-sponsored pension or 401k. I was surprised at how low that number is. Just 55% participate in a 401k or some other type of employer-sponsored plan. Wage growth has been stagnant compared to previous generations. Boy, don't you know that's true. Student loan debts are exponentially higher for Gen Xers compared to baby boomers. So whereas the baby boomers had money to be putting into these plans, they had they had pensions and, and all of that uh, in large numbers, larger numbers than Gen X generation anyway. They had, you know, pension plans and other things that they could rely on, but then also did not have the burden of crippling student debt. But Gen Xers have that student debt. Gen Xers have that burden each and every month that is weighing them down. So they, that money then goes toward paying for their education all throughout their working years. And they don't have that money then to set aside or invest for retirement. It is not a good situation. So the thing that I want you to, to take away from this I don't tell you all this to, to scare you. <laughs> you know, I don't tell you all this to just kind of freak you out. Um, but I do tell you all of this and give you all of these numbers to say, hey, you know, wake up a little bit, right? Don't be unprepared. Don't be uncertain about your retirement. Uh, reach out to a financial advisor or a professional who can help you plan for whatever comes your way and achieve the retirement that you deserve. All right. We, we hope that uh, it is us here at Take Pride in Retirement. Myself, of course, again, I'm Matt McClure, the host of uh, Take Pride in Retirement. And also um, an advisor, uh, life and health licensed as well. I do uh, annuities and, and all different kinds of things. I'm a dual licensed advisor, so I can help you in a number of ways. Go to TakePrideInRetirement.com, fill out the contact page there. Once again, that's TakePrideInRetirement.com is the website. And then you can also uh, give me a call, 855-246-9211. That's 855-246-9211. And that is the way to get a hold of me there. And you can uh, just, you know, leave me a message. If I don't answer, chances are I will pick up, but if I don't pick up, it's because I'm busy. Maybe I'm recording the show. Hey, who knows? Uh, but, you know, you can give me a call there and I will get back to you if I do not immediately pick up the phone. But definitely do leave me a message because I want to help you. I want to be of service to you. That is why I do this, especially if you are a member of the LGBTQ plus community, um, because we we need the help, I think, a lot more uh, than than most because there are specific things in our financial situation. You know, everybody's financial situation is different, um, but there are things that are particular to the situation of LGBTQ plus people that are, you know, maybe true kind of across the board. There are little, you know, individual things that are different about everyone's situation, but especially if you're LGBTQ plus, you want to have someone who you know that you can trust, who gets your situation, who might not be in the exact same situation as you, but is empathetic to you, who knows kind of what you're going through every day and can help you along. And I hope that that is me. So I told you, I'm not going to leave you uh, high and dry. I'm not going to leave you with all the doom and gloom. 
there um, and just be like, okay, well, you know, the Gen X uh, hasn't planned for retirement. Oh, well, nothing can be done. No, there, there's plenty that can be done. And I've got five steps here to help you catch up on your retirement plan. You know I mean? Because if you've got a late start, no matter who you are, if you are starting that sort of planning journey late, later than you should have, because really and truly, you know, we should start this journey when we start working, like in our 20s. But if we're in our 20s, we've got other priorities, right? Hanging out with friends, going and having fun, doing this, that, or the other, paying the rent and, and all of the things. I get it. I get it. Because I was that way as well. It took me until I was, um, you know, right around the age of 40 <laughs> before I really started focusing on this kind of stuff and started my journey toward getting out of debt and and really, you know, putting money aside for my retirement years. So it can seem overwhelming um, if you're starting late, but it's really and truly not too late to take action help improve that financial situation and get you caught up with others who may have started earlier. They had their priorities more in line with planning forward for their retirement, right? So five steps to begin planning for retirement if you feel like you have started that process too late. Well, number one is to assess your current financial situation, right? So so you got to know where you're going. It's almost like a financial GPS in a way. You've, you've got to know where you are. It's got to know your current location, all right? So assess your current financial situation. So you've got to take a look, and it's got to be a comprehensive look at your current financial status. Calculate your net worth, including assets that you might have, like you know your savings accounts, um, investments, uh, if you've got real estate. Also liabilities like debts, um, credit cards especially, personal loans, um, the car loan, all of the thing, anything that you pay on your mortgage, uh, any debt like that that you pay on uh, every month or however you know whatever period you pay. Um, understand your income and your expenses, and then you can really once you do that, you can identify areas where you can potentially cut back and then save more for retirement. Right. So look at what is coming in and what is going out right now. Assess that current financial situation. So so important. That is why we do the free consultation. That is essentially what that is. We show you what your situation is right now, and we'll plot it out for you, and it will have this nice visual representation of everything that you can look at, and it'll make sense where you are now and where you could go. And and where you could go is number two on this list of, of steps to take to catch up on your retirement plan, because you've got to have goals of where you want to go. So that's it. Set specific retirement goals clear and achievable retirement goals. You want to determine the age that you want to retire, the lifestyle that you want to have during retirement, who you want to be spending your time with during retirement, and what you want to be doing, right? We all have different dreams and goals for those years. What are yours? I want to help you achieve those. That, again, is what this show is about. That's what I do on a daily basis for people. And gosh, I, I love it. Absolutely love the look on someone's face when they're able to take a step back and say, oh, wait, I'm brushing away the cobwebs here. I thought that my situation was kind of hopeless and that I was way too far behind to have a successful retirement, the retirement that I want. But now I've got this plan. I've got it in place. I'm going to act on it. And that is going to give me the retirement of my dreams. And that's really what it is. You want a retirement that you can take pride in. And so that is what take pride in retirement really is all about. Step three to catch up, maximize retirement savings contributions. So, you know, if you, if you have a job that is a, is a full-time job, even a part-time job, a lot of times employers will, will allow you to make contributions to a 401k, contribute as much as you can to that 401k and as much as you can to get the employer match, right? At least you know, get the employer match. That's free money. That is my favorite kind of money is if it's free. And if you, uh, if your employer offers matching funds going into your 401k, oh my gosh, why aren't you putting in enough money to get that match? Maximize those contributions. If you are maybe an independent contractor, maybe you ha own a business, something like that. If you've got, 
maybe an IRA or a Roth IRA, those individual retirement accounts, or, or other types of accounts, right? Um, an SEP, for example, um, maybe a TSP if you're a government employee, that, those kinds of things maximize those contributions. You know that certain accounts as well, you can take, a, take advantage of catch-up contributions if you're over 50, and those will allow you to contribute um, some additional funds to retirement accounts beyond the regular annual limits. That's why they're called catch-up contributions, right? If you're, so if you're over 50, let's say you're, you don't have as much set aside as you would like, you can put then a certain other dollar amount. It basically increases the dollar amount that you can contribute to those accounts per year because of your age and where you are in in life, right? You're, you're, you've reached a certain age and age comes with its privileges and that's one of them. Number four step to help you catch up on your retirement plan, create a budget and cut unnecessary expenses. So I know budget is not a four-letter word, but a lot of times it, people treat it like it is. I know I have never, look, budget has never been a, a word that I have enjoyed hearing because a budget's kind of like a diet, right? It tells you what you can't have a little bit, but it's an important thing, a spending plan, a spending and income plan, if you want to call it that, because you've got to keep track of what's coming in and what's going out. And then if you create that plan and you cut unnecessary expenses, well, you'll be in a much better place than you are right now, no matter your, your current situation, right? You may be doing pretty well. You might say, Matt, well, I'm, I'm actually doing okay right now uh, with everything. Well, because you're doing okay, that doesn't mean you can't be doing fantastic. You could be doing much better and just not even know it. There could be places where you can cut those unnecessary expenses and then have more money to set aside for your retirement. That's what we'll do. That's what we'll help you look at. It's, a, it's an essential uh, thing to do, I think, uh, to just get that second opinion. Even if you already have an, an advisor or, or a, a representative of whomever company that you work with, uh, perhaps right now, uh, on your financial planning and on your retirement planning, even if that's your, your situation, you already have somebody, you've got a plan in place, that doesn't even necessarily mean it's the best plan for you. Get a second opinion um, because you could be doing even better. And chances are we can show you how you can do any better uh, than, than how you're doing right now. And here's the thing. If you are doing great and things are, are going well and we put together a plan for you and I take a look at your current situation and where you're headed and I say, look, where you're, you've actually got a good plan here. You've actually got, this is probably... Uh, you know, a great plan for you, actually. So keep on doing what you're doing. That's great. Keep on working with the advisor you're working with. That's fine. It's not a situation where you come in for a free consultation and we've roped you in to, you know, <laughs> you're paying every month for this, uh, you know, plan that, that that we've put together. No, it's it's at when we say free, we actually mean it. We mean free and it's free of any cost. It's free of any obligation. So that should be good news to you. You really got nothing to lose there. And everything to gain, potentially, a, a better retirement uh, to gain, a greater sense of financial security to gain uh, for your future, for your, your family's future, no matter what your family looks like. Uh, just go, once again, takeprideinretirement.com. That is the website. Um, and then number five here to catch up uh, is maybe extend your career a little bit, right? Consider delaying your retirement. Maybe take it on some part-time work. You know, one of the things to do um, is... Potentially, if you could wait to start claiming your social security until the age of 70, like let's say if you have, just as an example, this is, it's not right for everybody to do this, but for example, if you have people who, you know, in your family who historically lived to be 100 years old, great. Maybe you should delay your reti retirement, taking your retirement uh, income from social security anyway, uh, until the age of 70. Because if you do that, if you delay from you know, whatever the, the age is, you know, that you're going to think about retiring and, and uh, maybe, you know, drawing from Social Security, like say the age of 62, for example, if you delay into, until you're the age of 70, you're basically giving yourself about a 7%, 8% raise uh, each and every year, about an 8% raise actually each and every year uh, that you delay. So that income is going to be even more 
And boy, that can mean the world of difference to you each and every month and potentially the world of difference to your spouse as well because of the spousal benefit. Because let's say if you are the higher income earner in the couple and you pass away and your spouse is left behind, they can then claim your social security benefit if it was the higher of the two. If theirs is the higher of the two, they'll just keep getting what they're getting. But if you have the higher of the two, then they get your benefit after you pass away. So then you can leave them in a better place after you're gone as well. So it not only makes a difference for you, but it makes a difference for your spouse who might be left behind here uh, after you are gone, after you graduate the planet, as it were. So, you know, maybe consider delaying retirement or even if you do retire, take on a part-time job in retirement. My dad did that. He was one of the kind of guys, he could not sit still. Um, you know, he, he had a good, um, a good time sitting at home. Uh, he, did, he did actually babysit my niece after he retired uh, some. But then after she was going to school, going to preschool and all that, he was like, okay, what do I do now? And he got the little part-time jobs here or there to keep him busy. So he went to work because he wanted to. Uh, if you want to go to work, great. If you feel like you have to go to work to get a little bit more income, right? To get some more, more dollars coming in every month so that you can maximize that retirement planning for yourself, that retirement income that you're going to draw from a little bit later on, do that. Do that, get that part-time job to put that money aside so that you can reap the benefits later on when you actually do uh, call it quits from retirement or from your job and go into retirement. Well, a bonus step here is to seek professional advice. I would hope that you would do that by giving me a call. Uh, again, that number is 855-246-9211, 855-246-9211. You can go to the website. It is Take Pride in Retirement. Dot com take pride in retirement easy to remember because it's the name of the show dot com take pride in retirement dot com there we go that's the last time I'll say it at least for this moment uh, seek professional advice I mean working with someone who is a financial advisor like myself it can be so so valuable um, especially when you're you know you're starting your retirement planning journey late because an advisor can help create this personalized plan. Uh, provide guidance on investment strategies, recommend appropriate financial products that align with your goals that we talked about earlier. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? And also align with your risk tolerance, which is something we haven't mentioned here. You know, generally speaking, as, as people get older, their risk tolerance uh, gets less and less, and it kind of should because your time horizon gets less and less. You have a shorter time period to be saving and investing and planning for retirement as you get older. So your sort of appetite for risk should kind of naturally go down, generally speaking, as early as you, as you, uh, or as, as you get older, rather, I should say. So that is something to keep in mind also, so that you have, as you get older, a greater percentage of your assets in safe investments, things like maybe the bond market, which is traditionally seen as, as a very safe investment and can provide income. Uh, maybe an annuity as well, which, of course, subject to the claims paying ability of the of the issuer, um, we always have to say. But these are these are insurance companies that have been around for a century in, in a lot of cases that um, uh, that will issue these uh, products that are, that they will guarantee uh, will be paid out to you whenever you want to turn on income. And there are products like a, a fixed indexed annuity where you can turn on income and you can get a guaranteed income for as long as you live each and every month. And that is, I know, music to a lot of people's ears uh, because, you know, having a guaranteed income for life, we don't have those pensions anymore, like we talked about earlier. Uh, but, um, you know, we might have uh, the ability, and we do have the ability through products like I just talked about, to build our own personal pension. So there's that. So we can go through all of that when you give us a call. So no uh, obligation at all when you uh, do a free consultation with us. Um, you only will work with me if it is the best scenario for you. If everybody agrees, right? If we both agree, it's a two-way street, that the best situation is for us to work together, we can do that. We can come up with a plan for you and your life. I will help analyze your financial situation. Closely examine any annuities that you might currently have, if that's your situation right now. 
We'll discover exactly how much you're paying in fees, help you cut unnecessary costs from the IRA, the 401k, any other of those retirement savings accounts that you have. Uh, We'll also help you with Social Security planning. As we said, there are different scenarios where it might make sense to delay taking Social Security. There are also scenarios where as soon as you're able to, you might want to start drawing Social Security whenever you are first eligible for it or whenever you reach that full retirement age, maybe, which is kind of, you know, it varies uh, person to person depending on your year of birth right now. Um, And it's going to be, you know, later and later as people are living longer. But the bottom line here, we're going to compare your current situation to what is possible if you work with us because it's your money. And so if it matters to you, it matters to me. If it matters to you and your family, your loved ones, your whatever your current situation is, if you're single, if it matters to you, it matters to me. And I truly do mean that. It really does. I, I am here to, to be of service and to help you make your life, especially in those retirement years, the best that it can possibly be. Once again, the website, takeprideinretirement.com. That is takeprideinretirement.com. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. So the Federal Reserve uh, raised interest rates by a quarter point. That's 25 basis points a couple weeks back. And that was uh, something that really brought the Fed funds rate to its highest point in 22 years. Boy, it's fun, isn't it? If you've got, uh, you know, variable rate loans or uh, credit cards and that kind of thing. But it's all part of the central bank's efforts to combat inflation. That is really what it boils down to, you know, and inflation's come down. It really has. The, um, you know, inflation rate peaked at around 9%. We're back down to right around 3% at last report here. And, uh, you know, perhaps even falling below that, the Fed has this 2% target uh, each month. That's what they try to achieve. And that's why they raised interest rates to, to curb um, the, uh, it, you know, it's all, it all has to do with supply and demand, right? And so, the, the Fed really can curb things on the demand side where you know, if you have higher interest rates, then there's going to be less demand for a lot of things. So if demand is tamped down, then it can kind of balance things out. That's, that's kind of the idea in layman's terms. But interest rates have really soared, though, as a result of this whole effort, near zero at the start of 2022 to over 5% right now. Um, and a lot of, you know, mortgage rates have been hovering kind of around 7%. It may have changed since I, I looked um, yesterday, I think was the last time I looked at that. But yeah, I mean, it's um, it's not it, it's not as fun as it was to buy stuff uh, because you're paying more for it. <laughs> but um, there is kind of a, a silver lining around this cloud where in its latest statement at its latest meeting, the Fed said it's no longer expecting a recession for the U.S. economy in the near future. Some economists, though, disagree. They're still a little bit more bearish on the economy, and I'm not talking about that kind of bear, folks. I'm talking about the bears on Wall Street. Uh, they're a little bit more bearish. You know, they, we got bullish and bearish. Bullish is, yay, things are positive. If the bears are out, uh, it's not uh, the Folsom Street Festival or anything. Um, it is it is the, uh, the naysayers uh, coming out where they expect things to be um, you know, taking kind of a downturn, right? And so what if they're right? What if the Fed's wrong and what if they're right? What if those naysayers, the people who are bearish on the economy, what if they are right? Well, we're going to run through here over these next few minutes some steps that you can take to sort of recession-proof your retirement plan. No matter what happens, the Fed's not expecting a recession to happen. But if it does anyway, what do you do to prepare? The Fed's not expecting a recession, but what if maybe not a full-on recession happens, but what if a downturn happens? What do you do to prepare? There are a lot of things, actually, that you can do. Number one, and I've got 10 of them here. Number one is to diversify your investment portfolio. You know, spread your investments across various asset classes, stocks, annuities, bonds, real estate, cash. You diversify, you can reduce the impact of market volatility on your retirement savings. You want to have the proper balance in your investment accounts, right? You don't want to be all in on tech stocks. Ask anybody who was all in on the dot-coms back in the late 90s, early 2000s, 
And then we know what happened, <laughs> right? That bubble burst in dramatic fashion. And a lot of people were left with their investment accounts just being depleted big time. So diversify. Don't go all in on one asset class. Don't go all in on one type of investment. Certainly don't go all in on one company. Diversify, diversify, diversify. And then there are, you know, because there are a lot of investments that have inverse relationships. And then there are investments that are things that we'll talk about here in a moment where they are, you know, called defensive investments that are things that don't take a big dip. They, they, they generally speaking sort of, you know, fight it out and stay steady, even as the economy does its wobbly thing that we've seen it do, uh, to put it lightly. Um, number two, establish an emergency fund. This is so important. You want to have enough funds. And this is something that as a full disclosure, I am still working on getting this done for myself. So I am on this road too. I am on this journey as well. I speak from the experience of being in this place, but you want to have enough funds to cover three to six months worth of living expenses. And that can be a good buffer during tough economic times. What if there is a recession and you lose your job? What if there is an economic downturn and you get your hours cut back or you are an independent contractor and the gigs are not coming like they were? You got to be prepared for that. So get that emergency fund in place. This is a biggie. Number three, I just talked about it. Minimize your debt. Because think about it this way. If you are trying to prepare for retirement or if you're just trying to get your financial house in order, period, doing that is so much harder, especially if you have high interest debts, and really any kind of debt, but especially high interest debts like credit cards, personal loans. You know, those, I think the average credit card um, uh, APR or, or, or uh, interest rate rather is something like 20% or approaching 20% right now, maybe even higher. I didn't, you know, don't necessarily quote me on that, but it's high. <laughs> it's very high. Um, and that can really, it's compounding interest too. So let's, you know, if you carry a balance on that credit card month to month, well, let's say if you, um, you know, have that balance that's carried over, then there's a certain interest that's then charged on that balance that then gets, becomes part of your balance that next month. It's what we call compounding interest, right? It's like the interest that's that's then charged to the account becomes part of the principal, essentially. And then next month, same thing, but that new interest that's credited onto the account is on top of not only that previous balance, but that previous balance plus whatever interest was credited to the account last month. So then you see how it compounds, right? You're paying interest on interest and so on and so forth. This is why... Uh, Albert Einstein called the uh, concept of compounding interest the eighth wonder of the world because it really is. It's it's almost like magic, um, and it can you can make it work for you or it can work against you. If you're carrying high interest debt, especially credit card debt, it is working against you. So do your best to be as close to debt free as you can, or at least have manageable debts, uh, and that'll provide more financial flexibility. Uh, during hard times in the economy or, or during life in general. Increase your contributions during the good times. It can boost your retirement contributions during periods of, of economic growth. We saw that, you know, over is that slow and steady economic growth over the previous 10 years, like pre-pandemic, right? After we got out of the Great Recession, during the early 2010s and on up through about 2020, there was that slow, steady economic growth. And we were all sort of lulled into this false sense of security saying, oh, things are steady. Things are nice. They're good. We've got some, some you know, growth that's, that's happening each and every year. And then COVID hit. And who in the world would have known going a, a couple of years prior to that, that something like that was going to happen, especially when it happened and how it happened. And then all of a sudden, the economy comes to a screeching halt you know, stocks take a huge dip um, and you've got all of these economic factors that are completely out of your control, you know, all just kind of plummeting, in other words. 
So you want to, during those good times, like we had prior to 2020, and like we're hopefully working our way back toward right now, boost those retirement contributions as the economy grows, because taking advantage of higher income, employer matches, all of that can strengthen your retirement fund. Number five, regularly review and adjust your plan. This is not, if you remember the old um, the old uh, infomercials that used to come on late at night for like, what was it? The um, convection oven thing or something. It was like set or, or pressure cooker or something. Set it and forget it, whatever it was. This is not, you know, you can't just set it and forget it with your with your plan, right? You've got to take a look at it at least once a year, I would say. Ideally, kind of every six months, but at least once a year, review your plan, adjust your plan. If you work with me, I can help you do that. And I can help keep a close eye on your retirement investments, your retirement objectives as well. Reevaluate your asset allocation and your risk tolerance as you get older. Uh, and the economic landscape changes. Things are changing all the time. We're getting older each and every day, believe it or not. We don't want to believe it, uh, but we are. Um, and the economy is changing uh, all the time. Maybe not every single day, uh, but it does change quite often. Uh, consider annuities. I mean, an annuity in its purest definition here, it's a financial product that can provide you a stream of income during retirement, right? So some annuities like a fixed indexed annuity will offer protection against market downturns, meaning that you your principal is protected and then whatever growth is credited to your account over whatever period that growth is credited, whether it's a year or two years or whatever, that growth is then credited to the account, and then that is protected. That becomes your new floor. You cannot go below that. So that essentially means that that account value can only go up. It can't go down. And so that provides a stable income in your retirement years, regardless of economic conditions. There are certain types of annuities I would not recommend to anybody. One type in particular, a variable annuity, the fees are just too high. And um, I just wouldn't necessarily recommend that to anyone pretty much under any circumstances at all. There are other types of annuities like a fixed indexed annuity that I would recommend for most people probably. It all though depends on your, your current situation. And if you go to takeprideinretirement.com, fill out the form there, email me, and I will reach out to you. We can set up a consultation. We can do it. You don't have to be in, in Atlanta, by the way, where I am. You can, we can do it through Zoom. Absolutely. No matter where you are, I can help you. I promise. All right? So give us a call, uh, 855-246-9211, or go to the website, takeprideinretirement.com. Mentioned this a moment ago, so I won't go into too much detail on it, but uh, number seven is explore defensive stocks, right? So defensive stocks are those um, in industries that that are pretty resistant to economic fluctuations. We're talking healthcare. People get sick all the time, right? Healthcare we need all the time. Utilities, we need the lights to come on. We need the water running through the, through the faucets and uh, through other things in our house. Consumer staples as well. Everybody needs paper towels and toilet paper and, and all of those types of things, right? So that's the kind of thing that you want to be invested in um, if you want some protection through defensive stocks. And we can, we can look at that and see if including those types of stocks in your portfolio can help protect your investment uh, during recessions. Um, that is, is a good thing to at least look at and at least explore and we'll help you do it if you reach out. Once again, at takeprideinretirement.com. Number eight, delay Social Security benefits if possible. This is something I mentioned very briefly earlier, uh, but by delaying Social Security benefits until your full retirement age, uh, which is you know somewhere in your mid-60s or beyond to age 70, you're giving yourself a raise every year. It's free money. And again, free money is the best kind of money, right? It's the best kind of money is free. The next best is um, tax-free. Uh, and then, you know, a tax deferred would be after that. And then money got to pay taxes on each way to Sunday would be at the bottom of the list. <laughs> but free money, always the best kind of money. So take advantage of it whenever you can. It can be a valuable income source during retirement, especially during economic downturns. You're going to want to have that uh, sort of cushion there uh, each and every month when you get that check. Continuously educate yourself. That's number nine. You're doing that by listening to Take Pride in Retirement. 
And so I thank you for that. Uh, you know, continuously educate yourself about economic trends. You got to stay informed about retirement planning, about investment strategies. If you work with me as your as your um, investment advisor, as your as your you know helping you plan your retirement, that is knowledge that I can share with you, and we can learn together, and that can help you make informed decisions and adapt your retirement plan as needed. I will make suggestions and recommendations to you. In the end, though, it's all it's all your call. You know, we work together on this. This is not just me being a dictator over your retirement plan. This is us working together. And that's the beauty of the thing. Consult a financial advisor. Hello, that's me. Number 10 is uh, the last one on this list of ways that you can recession proof your retirement. Consult a financial advisor or professional, because let me tell you this, seeking guidance from a professional financial advisor like me. Hope it's me. If it's somebody else, great. I just want you to get the help no matter where you get it from. But it can be invaluable in crafting a recession-proof retirement plan. You know, I mentioned this at the beginning and I'll mention it here as we approach the end of the show. You have a unique situation in your life. My situation is different from your situation. Is different from, you know, Joe... Smith's situation down the street is different from Jane Doe's situation on the next block. Everybody has a different situation. You've got potentially a different family situation, a different dynamic there. You know, you have a, a different situation with your savings, how much you have put aside. Do you have any put aside? Are you looking to invest periodically as we go along here, as you get closer and closer to retirement like we all do? Are you looking to invest um, in things that, uh, you know, align with your, with your values? I can help you in that way as well. It is the, the possibilities here really are endless. And that's the, the beauty of what we can do by taking uh, that free, taking advantage. You can take advantage of that free consultation. You can take a, we can take a look together at your financial situation. See where you are now, where you're headed, and where you could be going if you work with us. If it's better for you than what your current situation is, that's awesome. We'll hopefully work together. If you feel good about the situation, we'll work together. And we will get you a retirement that you can take pride in. So look, if you have concerns about the market, about the economy, potentially about future tax increases, because pretty much nobody believes the taxes are going to come down anytime soon. And if nothing happens, you know, the end of 2025, we're going to get a tax increase because those um, tax cuts, love them or hate them, that were